Alright, welcome to Exploring the Legion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm here with my co-host Anel. Anel, good to see you. <laughs> right. How you doing? Good. This is show number 116. The Unfree Will Consciousness Revolution is here. Alright, so like, here's the thing. Um, our world, like... What is free will? Why is it important? Alright, alright. We're going to start off, we before we get into this, yes, thank you. Um... What, what when people say that we have a free will? What are they saying? What what is this concept of a free will? We like to start the show before we refute it to be very clear what we mean. Free will means the ability to make decisions that are one hundred percent independent of one's genetics and conditioning. Now think about that: one hundred percent, not ninety nine percent, not fifty percent, not fifteen percent. Because the idea is like if you're making a decision, right, and like. Part of it is up to you, but part of it is up to your genetics. It's not your decision, because you can't control your genetics. The other definition is some decision in your life you could have done otherwise. Right. It means equals free will. Right, and obviously, like, you know, if you, you could have done otherwise if the universe was different, or for, if you were different, but obviously because the universe wasn't different. At that different. moment. Right. And if you could have done otherwise, well, otherwise why didn't you? Exactly. Do you have right. a definition for free will that's different, or do you like those? Uh, another one is like a, a very just a correlate to this. If we have a free will, we're fundamentally morally responsible for our actions. Now the thing is, like, all right, we're pragmatically morally responsible. In other words, like understanding we don't have a free will doesn't give us license to do whatever we want because that's not the way it works. But you know, it's like if you're like if you're a puppet, if you're a robot, if you're like. You know, if God or the universe creates you, makes you do everything that you do, you can't be fundamentally responsible for anything. Right. You know? um, are there any other definitions of free will? Um, no, just basically free will means that stuff is up to us when the reality is we're all puppets. We're like Shakespeare said. We're like actors in a, on a, in a play. All right. Now, now, ordinarily we go through... Well, free will would have to mean that your decisions are uncaused and also not random somewhere in between some magical yes how would that be some that's, third alternative that's a good point all right a lot of people say like it would have to be uncaused but also not random right because a lot of people that's another say, definition yeah a lot no, of people thank say you. i just thought of that <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people say like well not everything has a cause you know because like the happen what happens is right yeah don't if, get me started with that right no we, yeah. we'll go through this briefly if, okay, if everything let's... has a cause okay so if there's a cause to everything that means there's a cause to every one of your decisions if there's a cause to every one of your decisions there's going to be a cause to the cause of your decisions and there's going to be a cause to that cause and cause and these causes stretch back in time the causal antecedents moment by moment they stretch back to before we were born so obviously if stuff that's going on before we're born is making us do what we do today we don't free will now some people say well not everything is caused how is that going to like help free will if, if our decisions are not caused they're not caused by us then it's random like yeah. I said, a definition for free will would be unrandom, uncaused. All right, let's go to the next thing. Why is the show important? Before we well, get that's to the, real the whole show, dude. Yes. No, but you always like to say it at the beginning right. for about a minute. The reason, and, and this is like, you know, the unfree will consciousness revolution is here. The reason this is so important is because our, our world couldn't be more deluded about who we are as a species, who we are as a humankind. I mean... We've got everything completely backwards. We think that stuff is up to us when absolutely nothing is up to us. I will disagree with you for the first time <laughs> in the history of the show. 
It is the biggest thing ever, but it's not the biggest thing ever if it doesn't catch on. So it is definitely, I know you say this every week, <laughs> it is the biggest thing ever, but if he and I are sitting here for years and years d- doing this show and nobody pays us and no one catches on, we're not on CNN, we're on these crappy Manhattan <laughs> White Plains cable, it is the biggest thing ever, but it's like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it matter? Or right. if you're in the dark and you blink, you know, wink, and no one can see it, then it doesn't matter. So if no one's going to catch on and start writing to our MNN or white, you know, where are these guys? I want them on CNN. Is it still the biggest thing ever if nobody cares? All right. The way I would address that and explain that is like the Van Gogh example. Oh, yeah. Van Gogh. Van Gogh, like the guy never sold a painting in his entire lifetime, you know? Now, was he a great painter before he died? He was a great painter. You know, you, you couldn't, like, it's just like the world didn't recognize it. So, like, so, like, this is the biggest thing ever. This is not just according to us. It's like John Searle, this, like, famous... Okay, but wa- it's the biggest thing ever if it catches on. I want to add no. that. All, All right. right. Oh, we disagree. First time I ever disagreed. <laughs> no, no we, can, we can go with it. Let's continue. All, All right. right. All right. Because I don't think it's it big, may, big at all if nobody cares. It may not catch on. People like me. Well, it will eventually. We know that for sure. The universe, yeah, yeah. it's expanding. You but it may be near like, 2100. Right. Right. Because, like, it's not up to us. If it was up to us, then people would get this. But, like, the thing is, like, it can still be, like, the biggest thing ever. And, like, people don't understand it until, like, you know, like, 100 years from now, right? I mean. To me, it will be the biggest thing ever. If it catches on and I personally benefit somehow from it, because otherwise it won't matter to me. And I and that to me the biggest thing ever means it has to catch on, not after I'm dead. Right. Because what good is that for me? And the other thing, or is if like, I'm elderly and die, I mean, I want it to catch on where I can see the the fruits of our labor. Absolutely. But yes. if you say it's the biggest thing ever, whether or not it becomes big, I mean, it's definitely the biggest thing ever in a different moment in time. Right, and, and conceptually. In the okay. future, this will be the best. I mean, yeah, right. we, we or, may be too early. Or the, the other thing is, like, you know, like, this is the biggest thing ever because, like, it's, it's an evolutionary shift in our consciousness. I mean, like, to go from believing we have free will to from that belief to understanding we don't, conceptually, not, not even like, you know, let's say nobody gets it because nobody gets it. R- Einstein r- got r- it. I know, some people got it. <laughs> but, but, like, let's say right now we're in a stage where very few people understand this. Yeah, so like, that's true. Co- conceptually, it's the biggest thing ever. No, they get it, but they also, some of them don't care. Some of them that get it don't care. Right. That's another problem. We need everyone to get it and care. Absolutely. So we, I might, I'm meeting more and more people to my utter amazement that actually agree with me every day, but they don't like that guy I met at the bar. He didn't. He, he said there's no free will, but I don't care. All right. You want to have? You yeah, know let's why talk that about works? that. Get people to care. All right, I'll tell you what. Cause like whenever you people are confronted with a, a new belief, especially like the belief, let's say in evolution or something that goes against their traditional beliefs, what happens is like. First, they, they say, no, it doesn't exist. You know, they'll kind of, like, laugh about it and stuff. Then when they, they, you tell them that it's true, that it exists, they'll say, well, ah, it doesn't really matter, you know. Yeah, it's important. And then finally they'll say, well, I knew it all along. So people, people are at this stage right now. Well, the problem we're really up against is when, Colum- when they said the world was flat, right, people didn't, and then he went and found out the world was a globe, there was proof and evidence that he was right, that Columbus, okay, well, how are we ever going to actually prove that there's no free will? And the people, so the whole world did change its mind about the world being flat, right, with physical, hard evidence, scientific proof. They sailed to the horizon, they went around, and they came back to Europe. I mean, they ended up back to, so they knew it was round. They didn't fall off. Okay. So 
How are people going to ever believe that there's no free will without proof? Here's proof. In, in science... Conceptual proof. We have right. conceptual science proof. Science really doesn't deal with quote-unquote proof. It, it deals with like levels of confidence. You know, in other words, they could be 99.999% confident that something's true. Because science I'm 100% sure the world isn't flat. I know, and, I, and, and I'm 100% sure that the world exists. Right, I mean, like, because how could it not? So, like, so, like, if we if we go with that, and and when with stuff like that, there's a thing in science called a priori knowledge. In other words, stuff, some stuff is so evident it doesn't require proof; it's above proof. Oh yeah, like for example, that the universe exists. You don't have to prove the universe exists; it has to exist. How could it not exist? What you talking about, George? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so here's the thing. Now, you want proof that that free will is impossible? Yes. Basically, everything has to have a cause. Conceptual proof we have. Right, right. And and, and this is like... Columbus didn't have conceptual proof. He had hard fact, scientific proof. Come sail with me. We're not falling off the end of the horizon. Right, but this is, again, like um, um, the, the, the earth being round and stuff. Can I give you my proof? Go ahead. There's scientific evidence and anecdotal, how do you say the word, anecdotal evidence. Okay. Just ask anybody about their life or look at your own life. Every decision you made, you had no choice when it came down to it. I mean, there's anecdotal evidence that we'll never have scientific hard, I mean, how are you going to prove cause and effect in I'm a brain? Gonna, but I'm going to like, explain that. All right, here. But if you explain your life to me and I, and I asked all the people here's, here, here's it's proof. all clear that you had no choice. But when, when you say proof, here's proof. And okay. the other thing, I just want to say one thing. You always said free will could be proven if everyone were blissed out because if you had free will, you could choose whatever thought you wanted. Everybody's not blissed out. Exactly. That's proof. That is proof. Ah. That is proof. Because if there was free will, you would just be happy all the yes, time. Yes, let's reiterate that. Yeah, let's repeat that's that. That's proof. If you had a free will, you. you could think and feel whatever you wanted to feel. Now, obviously, you're not blissed out every moment of the day, every day. And if you had a free will, no, you would proof would be, be that every single person would be blissed exactly. out because everyone would have free will. Exactly. And they would we, all choose to be happy. Exactly. But again, that's proof. going back to causality, right, okay? Causality proves that free will is impossible. But let's say you say that some things aren't caused. That can't give you free will either. So in other words, like free will is impossible any way you look at it. That's proof. Well, like I was telling you in the car, what if I said I was influenced by some so-and-so to make me do X, Y, and Z? All right, influence, like if you're influenced by something but you're not completely caused, that means it's an incomplete cause. That means something else has to be contributing to the causality. So it's not just one cause. It could be several causes. So my mother influenced me to sue, chase, uh, sue a bank. She's a partial cause. And then what would the other part of the cause be? If it didn't have a cause, I w- what do I be basing it on? Well, your mother uh, suggested something. The other suggested, part of it, yes. the other recommendations, part of it. suggestions, right. influence. So those are partial causes. Sure. But the other part of the cause, if it didn't have a cause, what would you be basing it on? It has to still have another cause. Exactly. Or it's random. Exactly. So influences, recommendations, suggestions are not an answer because you're saying everything's causal. I'm going to say an influence is a cause. Right. Influence right. compel you to right. do things. All right. We we've so done, just, this right. is this is right. our 116th show. You we've got like we've got 115 shows where we demonstrate why free will is impossible. But the theme of today's show is that the consciousness revolution is here. Here's the thing: human beings have been around for let's say three, four million years, whatever. I mean, I just read a, 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 an article, whatever, that it's actually around 340,000 years that we've been around, like the way we look now, or something like that. But anyway. Um, 
this is the biggest thing to ever happen because like ordinarily our evolution as human beings is like physical you know like we we have less hair we're taller we're smarter all this stuff it's physical stuff but this is an evolutionary leap no no evolution lately has been technology faster and faster this no but but that's like electricity light bulbs printing press uh ipod you know no but i'm talking about the evolution of the human species not the evolution of the world in other words like you're talking about lately it's been inventing faster and faster ways of communicating i know so that's a reflection of our evolutionary increase in intelligence and knowledge and all but it's not getting us anywhere with what we're talking about i mean I found you on the internet, but I know what you're saying. Go ahead. All right. So that idea, you got All right. John Searle. I don't, we don't have to start our shows like this now because we've got an Einstein quote on there. But before we started the shows like this guy, John Searle, 13th most quoted philosopher ever, post-1900. He says, if free will were to be demonstrated and acknowledged as an illusion, it would be a bigger revolution in our thinking than Einstein, Copernicus, Newton, Galileo, and Darwin. Okay, that's how big this is. This is the biggest thing ever to happen in the history of humankind. It'll be the biggest culture war. In other words, I think we might have free will-believing states and non-free will-believing states. Well, I Instead hope- of red and blue... And then, you know, it's going to be a massive, you know, culture war. People believe in free will. I don't think they can exist with people who don't believe in free will. It's just too, it's just too different consciousness. All right, Sam Harris, three do, times... Do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, all right, that's, it's possible that it might... Bigger than them. evolution versus creationism, like... Right, There'll yeah. be a huge war, and then the no free will is going to win... I know, but I hope that it doesn't go that way because, like, you know, like Sam Harris thinks it's going to be filled with acrimony, whatever. It's going it to be a huge be. That's debate. what I'm saying. There'll be a huge know, war, and then no free will will win. But it doesn't have to be. In other words, like, we can well, be. Well, the like, people who believe in free will, they, they, they're so adamant about it. I mean, they're just. They can't well, get it. All right, like, for example. Talk about that. Example, Why can't they get it? For example, all right, the reason people don't want to be, believe in free will, it threats their self, threatens their self identity. You they're know, they, comparison. they don't, don't want to feel like they're a robot. But, like, I mean. They've already gone through that. I mean, Darwin demonstrated them the, to them that we kind of like descended not from apes, but from a- ape-like creatures or whatever. And so, like, they, they, you know, we didn't have a civil war about that. They, you know, they, oh, 50% of Americans don't believe this, but, you know. They, well, I know. I believe in evolution from many different starting points. Okay. All right. All right Micro-evolution, not macro. <laughs> so wait a second. So you're saying this is the biggest thing ever again. But I'm telling you, what if nobody cares or nobody gets it? Right. Because the people who believe in free will are so abs- they're so positive, they're right. It's like there's no talking to them. All right, well, here's the thing. If we had a free will, we could kind of like predict that, yeah, we'll convince them like, you know, in six months or a year and stuff like We can't say whether they'll get it or not. This is all up to the universe. The universe compelled people to get this wrong, just like it compelled people to like to get that the, the earth was flat wrong and stuff like that. We hope, we hope, we expect. Our best bet is a generational thing. The older people that believe in free will will end up dying out, and we can talk to their kids who have the Internet, go on YouTube, watch our shows, and they're going to be told the religious crap, you know, God, but, but their kids are the ones, so the next generation won't believe in Because I think the people that believe in free will that are like 50 years and older, I, I don't really think there's any hope, I don't really have any hope in convincing them. They don't care, they're too busy. And they're just stuck in their ways. You may be right. There's so a, we can go with the younger crowd. There's a famous scientist who says, science progresses one funeral at a time. Yes, that's <laughs> yes. what I'm trying so to say. So the old geezers die off, and the, the young kids get it, absolutely. 
And that's all right, you know, because, like, you got to understand, like, people have had this belief in free will for, like, a few thousand years at least, you know, it goes back to the Greeks and all, uh, goes back to before that. So, like... A few thousand years of insanity? Yeah, so, like, so like if, if it takes 50, 100 years for this to happen, it'd still be, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the most amazing thing ever, because, like, all right... It's going to be so when that generation grows up, all not believing in free will, and then their parents and grandparents die. It's going to be a whole different species. That's not tell them, tell them about it. <laughs> well, let's see. In like twenty years, the year twenty thirty three, if nobody believes in free will, it'll be a much kinder and more compassionate world. Why? Because you won't hate others, and you won't. You can fear people. You just won't hate them. Okay. So, no. and you won't hate yourself for the stupid and silly mistakes that we all make, because we're predetermined. So. Everybody, you'll see yourself in their shoes. I mean, you'll just feel more compassionate and kinder that nobody's actually, quote, using their free will to get you. Right. Like, they might be getting you, but not, they're, they're not doing it with malicious intent. They, have no, they couldn't help themselves but rob from your company or whatever. <laughs> exactly. And then how, how would this affect... There was no our... malicious intent, really. It was just, it happened. Yes. And, like, and, you, are... you, and you have to pragmatically right. stop them. God's under attack. Okay, God's under attack by atheists and stuff. They say it doesn't exist and stuff. Now, how would this relate to our conception of God? Because this is very important. So are we sticking with the topic here? The unfair Yes, that's okay. it. All right, I'll, 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 I'll start this off. All right. Ten minutes left. Basically, right now, we, we have this belief that God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful, right? But we also have, have a belief that we have a free will. In other words, that like apparently he's not all-powerful because like, we can choose whatever we want to. The reality is... We can't choose anything at all. Anytime, this stuff that I'm saying right now, what you're hearing, it's all God. God is putting these words into my mouth. We can choose the verb. We don't have a choice to noun. So when you say choose, you choose all the time. You're not freely choosing. No, no, but like, all right, if God, I'm a puppet. I'm a free, I'm a puppet. Yeah, but you're making choices every day. Today you ordered a soda. All right, yeah. It's not my choice, though. It's in other words, like. All right, that's a second. I understand that, but I'm an expert in the topic. That's that. For the lay people, right. you do make choices, okay, because I get that all the time. They're not free choices. I know what right, you're saying right. with all that crap so, with the unconscious. So the idea is if, if God, like, puts a, a Coke and a Pepsi in front of me yeah, let's and has me that. wonder which one's – God already knows what, to, what, he's, what I'm going to take because he's making me choose that. He's making me – so it's not really my choice. If you have a computer and you make it, let's say, choose between things – it doesn't choose. It's like you're making it choose. You program it. Why is this important? Because you're quote-unquote choosing. Yes, You're not why? freely choosing. Let's, let's, <laughs> no right. free will. God, this like, people... The word free is people important. People think that this threatens God. This actually elevates yes. God. In other words, under the current paradigm... Wait, that's our third show. God right. has some power, but we have power. Actually, you're right. But we'll get into it more. I would like to talk a few minutes about the show Let I me missed. Fa- I want to finish oh, okay. this. I want to finish... All right, so the idea is, to the extent that everybody understands that we don't have a free will... God is everything. You are God. I'm God. Everything is God. We're not the part of God that decides, but that elevates God, that, that raises God's stature to, like, being everything. And that's got to be good for, for religion. Yeah, very good. <laughs> what about when someone says they're a co-creator? That, again, like, if, if you're a puppet, if you're a muppet, and, like, the, the, the hand guy makes you create a little something, you know, it may look like you're creating it. Let's say, you know... Uh, Kermit or something is creating something. It's it just looks that way, you know, because we're now free will. But if you're co-creating with God, what are you basing your decisions on? Exactly. Causes. Yeah, so and we don't co-create. It's never free 
of conditioning and genetics. Right, and it's, never, and it's never co-creation, though, because like to co-create would mean that we would have some say in it, because like because we don't have a free will. That stuff that we would be quote unquote co-creating, God is putting that stuff in our minds. Okay. This is the biggest, biggest thing ever. This is like a change in our consciousness. Now, um, anybody with any intelligence knows that free will doesn't exist. So I, I just think it needs to be talked about more. It's like a taboo subject in hiding. Yes. I mean, all the anecdotal evidence I get from asking people about their lives, even Barack Obama, I mean, he knows it. You know, he, I mean, they, they just don't want the people to know for some reason. There's a woman quote. Oh, I, I heard that you believe in free will as long as you like your strings. So if you have a good life, you want to believe in free will because if you're very successful, you tend not to... You want to take credit for it. I know. But even people that don't realize, yeah. yeah. People. There's a woman called Elizabeth Kubler Ross. A few decades ago, she she wrote a book on death and dying. She went through these stages of dying. First, you deny it. Then you become angry. Then you become whatever, whatever. So, like that's like this is the death of free will. I mean, people are like people first are oh, going to say some of the five stages of loss. Exactly. So people. Yeah, are they are doing themselves. that. People are, are in what denial. What are the stages? Denial. Denial, anger, I don't know, there's five. Yeah, depression. But ultimately, ultimately there comes acceptance. Ultimately, people say, all right, I don't have a free will. That means I don't have to blame myself. I don't have to blame other people. I don't have to feel guilty. You know, and this is huge. This is major. I mean, because you, you have to understand, we're hedonic creatures. God, the universe, made us to seek pleasure and avoid pain. That's what we do. That's all we do. Denial, so, anger, depression, bargaining acceptance. Okay. Something like that. All right, so they're bargaining. So bargaining in this case is like, well, we may, we may not have complete free will, but we have a little free will, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're at. Right, but we don't. We, you know, like, that. you can't bargain with death. You're going to die, okay? <laughs> you don't have free will. All right, we got about, like... Five and a half minutes left. Yeah, so I missed the show. I want to quickly just say, you did a show without me where there were all these idioms in English language, so she was doing the best she could. Kaysera, Kaysera, man plans, God laughs. He was born that way. What do these things mean to you? The fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. She couldn't help herself. Walk a mile. She was, thank God. There before the grace of God I go. God is, okay, so you're in God's hands. What do these words mean to you? This means, like, all these things that he just said, these are idioms, these are sayings that we have, you know, expressions that reflect the understanding. We, are, we really, deep down, understand that we don't have a free will. You know, in other words, like, when you say, like, to a person, like, they couldn't have done any better, you know, they were doing the best they could. You're basically saying they didn't have a free will. Or it's all in God's hands, right? Yeah. All right. This is the biggest thing ever, ladies. And now, here's the thing. So you're saying it's the biggest thing ever, even if it doesn't catch on. Well, that's the it's thing. It's gonna. Do you think it's in? Okay. Do you think it's inevitable in whatever year in the future that this will catch oh, on? Oh God, yeah. People can't be that incredibly stupid. Because let me tell you, it's so f- to not get that everything has a cause and that makes free will impossible. That is abysmally stupid. I mean, that couldn't be. It's not our stupidity, though. You got to understand. Like, it's like the universe isn't allowing us to understand. So the universe can't continue out like this forever. I mean, this is too basic. Right. All right. Do you want to talk about quantum mechanics at all? Do you want? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not quite yet. Next show. 
All right, I want to. You got to get how important this thing. Happiness is the main thing in life. All right, you understand. If somebody creates a happiness pill or something that makes everyone happy, happier, happy, completely happy, that'll eclipse this. You know, this really won't matter all that much because happiness is everything. But that hasn't happened yet, nor a goodness pill or something. So considering that, this is the biggest thing ever. It just redefines who we are as human it's beings. It's up there with if we could find out what happens after we die. Yes. And if we found intelligent life on another planet and communicated with them. Absolutely. But I still think this would be bigger for some reason. Then, then, well, I, then, then Understanding that you don't have free will would be bigger than everything because it encompasses everything. In other words, if you discover life on another planet, you can't take credit for it. It was just your fate, fated role. Yeah, but all right, but like, like let's or say... Or if you found out what happened after death, well... That's a good question, because like, this we understand who we are, that nothing's up, that we're puppets. But like, it would be a cool thing to understand that we're eternal puppets. Let's say like we never die, let's say we have a soul that just goes on infinitely, or eternally. Without free will. Right, and that's another point, all right, like, God doesn't have a free will either, you have to understand this, like, because like... If God knew, God is supposed to know, God is everything, all right? If God is everything, God knows everything. If God knew everything a zillion years ago, that means he knew a zillion years ago what he's doing today. So obviously, if he knew a zillion years ago what he's doing today, he can't have a free will today. So, and the angels don't have free will, if they're angels, whatever. All this, like, if there's a heaven, if there's an afterlife, nobody can ever have a free will because causality governs everything. Right. We, we don't really know how the universe started, but we don't care. All we care about is if people have a free will. Yes. Because someone could say the creation of the universe didn't have a cause, and it's not random, so God did have a free will because he was the first cause, the, the Big Bang. Yeah, well... What caused that? That's the thing. But like we don't know. We're saying that's a mystery, but everything starting with the first Big Bang or whatever it was is causal. That's a good point. That's but we're not point. interested in how it all started. I mean, we're interested, but we'll never get... All the logic breaks down there. Yes. If everything has to have a cause, then the Big Bang or whatever started the even creation story, if you believe that nonsense, but, okay, had to have a cause, and then everything's infinite because it never started. Exactly. It, because it would have to be a first cause. Right, and again, like, like Anel's saying, like, we don't have to go back to the logic transcending beginning of everything. Yeah, right, that's what I'm trying to say. All we have to go back to is to the Big Bang, 13. No, all we have to do is go back to, to our lifespan of being conceived in our mother's, you know... You're right. So, so yeah, so, so basically, like... Because the moment we were conceived, we were being conditioned. We have our genetics, and we're getting conditioned by whatever, you know... So we didn't have a free will, because we didn't choose... Our freely chose, you know, we didn't choose our parents or how we were raised. Right, think about this, It's all people. cause and effect. Did you and choose your parents? You didn't choose your parents. They raised you. They made you who you are. Did you choose your and genes? And your genetics, right. Yeah, you didn't choose your genes. Your genes made you who you are. It's a combination. And people say they chose their parents before they were born, but there was a cause for that. So. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and people say, like, they talk about karma. Like, yeah. what happens in your life depends on what happened in your past life. Well, you've got to understand, what happened in your past life would depend on what happened in your life before that. And ultimately, you get to the point where you didn't create yourself. That's right. Right. I mean, if you self-created yourself, there would still be a cause to that. But that would be the only possible way you might think you have free will. But then what would be the cause to self-creating yourself? Exactly. And, and we can't create ourselves. All right, time wow, to go. Wow, we got some. All right. Free will being an illusion is the biggest thing ever. We'll be back with more shows explaining why everything is completely faded. Thanks. <laughs>